0: Ovechkin storming in, Alexander Ovechkin curl and drag to the backhand,
1: he scores! Simply sensational!
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pizzas Here podcast, your home for all news and content surrounding the Washington Capitals. Today we're joined by yet another special guest. She has experience working as a digital sports producer for NBC Sports, a digital content producer for Sporting News Canada, writing for both Fan FanSided and The Hockey Writers, and currently covers the Caps for Washington Hockey Now and is an associate editorial for Peacock TV. Her name is Sammy Silber. Sammy, thanks for coming on today.
2: How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm very excited to be here. Big fan of, you know, the show and you guys, so I'm thank you very, very much. Very excited. It's a dream come true, you know.
0: I, I, wouldn't, I don't know if I'd say the Pizzas Here podcast is a dream. Bro. We're
3: a dream destination now. Wait.
1: It's yeah. a
2: dream destination. I'm serious. Yeah. I'm pumped. I'm pumped.
1: They call us Maui, you know, because we're just a, a dream destination.
0: That was the worst joke I've heard today. Hey, I'm happy you lost the match. All right, that's messed up. I'm going to let it slide. All right, so here, let me just – I was fixing the title. But uh, so what's your life been like as a reporter and a journalist, and uh, how'd you get to where you are today?
2: Uh, it's been it's been a roller coaster. I mean, but it's, it has been you know, I'm very blessed to get to to do what I do. You know, um, you know, not to be the cliche of like it started when I was young, but I went I went to you know a hockey game when I was nine years old. And, you know, I saw guys punching each other, you know, there were the fights, there was the Ovechkin goal, there was, you know, the Jose Theodore performance in that, and I I fell in love. It was a Caps-Blues game, and I was like, this is, this is sick. Like, why am I just hearing about this now? And so, you know, when I grew up, and, you know, I always loved writing, and I was like, by the time I was going to graduate high school, I was like, maybe I'll be a teacher. And I was like, wait, like, I'm not good with kids. Like, I'm socially awkward and I look like a kid. So maybe not the best path. So like, let's try to combine writing and hockey. And it turns out, you know, I I think I'm good at it. I I hope I'm good at it. Um, And I hope I bring joy to the people who read. But, you know, I went to University of Maryland and I had a lot of people tell me to pick a different sport because hockey running is a tough field and not a common one. But, you know, you, you stick with your passions, you know. So I got lucky enough to work for, you know, a couple great places. Got to start blogging at FanSide And then the Hockey rares was where I actually first got credentialed with the Caps just through hard work. And that first season, my first game was actually Caps Blues, like the first ever game I covered. So that was really cool. And then it just, you know yeah it was full circle it's one of those like cliche moments that you're like you know like is this cheesy but it's actually like really incredible when you stop to reflect and that was actually my junior year was the the year they won the cup um so so that was incredible to to get to be a part of that and go on that ride and you know i had to get a full-time job when i graduated so got to work for places like the washington post and NBC sports and It's boring news. And eventually I ended up at Peacock, you know, which is an absolute time and then got approached to launch Washington Hockey now. And now we're here. So it's been it's been absolute, you know, honor to to get to cover, you know, your childhood team, but to share those stories with other people.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, there's Mm -hmm. definitely nothing better than getting to write or talk about such an awful franchise that we love. What? okay that's a joke that i'm, a I'm joke. always on
1: this hill like people caps fans don't realize how good we have it but anyway oh, um, yeah obviously you, it's a joke <laughs> you've been at this for for six years now in total if you want to i think so i was reading on your um your link and on your profile um oh dear but, <laughs> but um. Is it, is it up to date? My LinkedIn is terrible, so I, I would understand.
2: I don't know if it's up to, At I hope it's up to date. At least you have a LinkedIn. <laughs> I mean, I, I love my jobs, so I don't I don't update an update all the time, but
1: okay. I think so. So uh, in that time, what are some of your favorite memories uh, in your time as a sports journalist?
2: Man, that's a tough question. I mean, getting to walk in the locker room for the first time it was incredible that that moment was just like a a starstruck moment where you also had to like play it cool you know and be like yeah like what's up and then like afterward like you could go home and like freak out but and I, I was like you know I was 19 at the time I was I was like a, a baby so you know and so starting off with that was was wild and then obviously getting to witness ovechkin you know is an absolute. Something that, you know, I'm, you don't take for granted every single game that you go to. Just because that's, like, a generational talent, and gang to watch. Who I think, you know, numbers aside, is the greatest goal scorer of all time. You know, full on. It, it's incredible to watch. And, you know, just just the stories. Like, I remember, you know, talking to Kuznetsov. Who, like, he drew, like, a stick figure. And he, like, came over and he was like, what do you think? And I'm like, "It, it's great. Like, it looks... Awesome. And he was like, Mm-hmm, the best. And I, like walked away and I was like, Where did what what? And then Ovechkin delivering pizza this season was obviously very cool. I did not even know that was on my bucket list, but you know, hey, pizza's here.
0: Shout out oh, Papa so John's. Funny. Shout out Papa John's DMV for sending me a cutout. Yeah, it's on our yeah. bucket list now too. Shout so, out yeah. to forgot that we exist. shout out to shout out to Papa John's DMV for sending me an OV cutout. That was hype. I saw it. Oh, that's that.
2: sick. Um, and then just recently I started um this organization called The Pride of Hockey. Um to to get people involved in in hockey and you know, journalism and sports media, you know, people who want to start and may not have an outlet you know, to give them a voice. So, so starring that has really meant a lot to me. I mean, and the Stanley Cup final, obviously. I mean, going to that and seeing your childhood team win and, I mean, getting to go to the parade and just share that moment, I mean, it's... And seeing the trophy up close, too, is, it's absolutely beautiful. I mean, the con Smythe is probably one of... One of the most beautiful trophies in sports. I know the Stanley Cup's right there, but I'm a big Thomas Smythe fan. I did not touch it, no. Uh, you, well they'll have you, to win again just so you, you can. Yeah, you, you tried to keep the, the professional, you know. I was hoping it would be at like one of like the media like luncheons or like parties. So like I would peek my head in and be like, Is Stanley here? But no, it was never it was never in the building. Um it was like in in Washington DC, but like next to like Fallout Boy and that kind of stuff. So I'm not a member of Fallout Boy, so I couldn't touch it. Anyway, but that's my. F-
3: we didn't assume you a member of Fallout Boy, but uh. <laughs> I thought <laughs> like, awesome. the whole
1: reason I'm here is because I thought we were interviewing a member of Fallout Boy. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to. I'm sorry.
2: You know, I knew. <laughs> it. Um,
3: you talked a little. So you talked a little about your like interactions and stuff. But you have like a favorite article you've written over the years, like one that you've really pass really passionate about that you've written and, like, posted on any of your websites you've worked on?
2: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, they're very special to you, you know, especially when you have these one-on-one interactions and you get to, you know, share share that work with others. I mean, that that's why I do it. You know, I want to be able to, to share stories and talk to people and, you know, get, you know... Scoops and not scoops, because I'm not like an old-fashioned like I'm going to get the scoop kind of journalist. But like you know, like get stories and fun things that you know they may not know. Um, and to get to share your passion with other people is a dream. So I think my favorite has been talking to. I'll go back to Puzetsov just because me and him really click. I mean, he he's a ve- he has a very good sense of humor, you know. And and you find you find you know when you go in the locker room, there are a lot of guys that you click with. Um, and he, he's definitely one of them. So, um, I got to talk to him, you know, about everything that happened this summer and last season and how he's, you know, been unbelievable this season. And you can tell he's really enjoying the game and and smiling on and off the ice and just having an absolute blast, you know, and, and be not being like, why do you smile all the time? But like, you know, like where you get your sense of humor from, man, like, how are you this funny? Like, you know, I, I needed a good laugh that day, so so I think I think that one was was saying that meant a lot to my heart.
3: Just be like, why are you smiling? This is the Washington Capitals. You're not supposed to smile. It's a cup for no, no smiles.
2: <laughs> no smiling in life allowed. No. We don't uh, yeah. accept
3: president's
1: trophies anymore. It's great anymore. to see Koozie.
3: Hey, like, I got oh. a president's trophy shirt for Christmas. I don't want to hear that. That's a good trophy. <laughs> no. My mom was so happy when she got me that shirt. She was like, and I was like, yeah, it's actually really cool. It was a 2017 one too. It was the year we lost the Penguins in seven. So it brought up all those horrible memories. Um, (laughs) I remember I saw Travis's tweet when we won the Stanley cup. He's like, you know, it's not a
0: a second or third uh, president's trophy in a row, but it's a Stanley cup. I'll take it. (laughs) Like, I guess that's okay.
3: I I think that was right? ACF, actually. That, no that, was that was ACF. Funny. I was like, I that was ACF. I think that was ACF. Was Average it Cavs fan?
0: I think uh, it was. Him. Yeah. Well, fake Travis. So, um, <laughs> um, so have you had any? Uh, I guess we've kind of like already talked about this, but do you have any more uh, cool stories of interactions with players that you've had? Someone that's not Koozie or something else that you mentioned. <laughs> I guess. No, no disrespect to Koozie. I love him to death. But do you have any? Yeah. Others?
2: Yeah, no. I mean, you know, getting getting to know you know those guys. I mean, I've I can say you know I've I've never met a mean hockey player in my life. I mean, it's it's incredible. You know, when I was in when I was in Washington, you know, I was covering all different teams. I was up in New York, and we cover every team that came to town. So Brendan Berlin and I just kind of chat about England for like eleven minutes on like British TV and all that stuff. And then I remember I got. I was talking to Matt Niskanen in one practice and I was chatting with him and I was so curious because, like, he, he sometimes, he was a very, like, blunt guy. You know, he, he always, like, it how it was but, like, he was my one of my favorite dudes to talk to because he was just, he was a kind, hearted guy, gave it to you straight but one day he just, like, cracked a smile because I asked him, like, you know, what, like, his favorite music was. I was doing a story on, you know, who has, like, the good music and he was like, hmm, Hairbands, and it was just so like random and then jay beagle almost uh hit me with some like a big ball of hockey tape he just missed me so that was fun uh errant pucks i've almost gotten hit with a puck like three times at different practices around the country so that's good um haven't gotten hit so i've caught a couple just haven't gotten hit so that was good and then yeah Yeah, no, I mean, there. there's a lot of fun ones, like, you know, and you get to know their funny side. You, you ask, you know, the fun questions. You talk to them about fishing. And, you know, Phoenix Copley, if you mention books, like, he he will go on and on and on. Like, he'll give you a million book recommendations. He does math for fun. Like, he's an interesting guy, Phoenix Copley. Yeah, so.
0: Follow-up question, though. So, um, if you, like who's a capital that's no longer on the team or has retired that you miss the most?
2: That's so hard. There's she a lot said of... it
3: already. Jay Beagle.
2: I, I really did. I, I miss, I miss a lot of those guys. I mean, I think that also with the pandemic, like I didn't realize how much I, I missed the interaction until it was taken away from you a little bit. Um, But yeah, mm-hmm. Beagle's obviously, I mean, Brooks Orpik, you know, you still see him around the rink from times, but he was—he was a fun guy to talk to in the locker room. Nisky. Uh there's—I mean, there, there's a ton of fun guys that you just love talking to. Devontae Smith-Pelly was always a class act. He was a wonderful person to talk to. Same goes for Brett Connolly. So, I—I I mean, every. The list can go on, but but those are some of my favorites for sure.
3: You, you could just list basically all those guys were part of the twenty eighteen Stanley Cup team, like it, Jacob Vrana, Braden
0: Holtby,
1: Phil Except Grubauer. Carl Hagelin. yeah, he's terrible.
3: Carl, Carl Hagelin wasn't on the team at that point.
1: I know, I didn't. That's why
0: we won the game. cup. That's why we won the cup.
2: <laughs> vrana's a he was a hardworking guy too. I waited for him like an hour after the practice because he wanted to like skate around, and then he came in with like a basketball. And he was, like, dribbling it. And he was like, I'm a Globetrotter. I'm like, okay. I'm like, can oh we, like, I'm like, can we please, like, I adore this, but, like, I need to get to class. So, like, can we stop dribbling for, like, a second and just, like, sit Verona down of and be... Gl- Verana
0: the Globetrotter title idea.
2: He literally <laughs> was like, I'm a Globetrotter. And I'm like, what is, what is this? <laughs> but, That's yeah, funny. no. Lots of fun ones.
0: Definitely. Oh. Shout out to DSP. We've had like four different people say that he's just like a
1: great guy, yeah. and how how awesome he is.
2: Wonderful, wonderful guy. So he's uh, come on our can... show, DSP.
1: That, no, that means you can get Kuznetsov for us, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think I want to interview Kuznetsov. He might be mad at me. What? Dude, I will own up to to my mistakes and apologize directly to his face and feel better about myself for it. I won't admit I wanted him traded though. <laughs> um, so uh what are some of your favorite topics to write about
2: you guys ask really good questions like this shout out to shout out to me the script writer you know yeah this is like one one like the best podcast i've been on you guys like ask good questions
0: we appreciate that thank you yeah
2: um no i mean i love obviously i mean getting to go to the games is a good time and you know those buzzer beater deadlines are, are fun and getting that story up, you know, is a good time. But I think favorite topics, I mean, in depth features for sure, you know, really getting to know those guys and, you know, talking to them one-on-one and, you know, sometimes, you know, even just striking up a conversation on like what's your favorite TV show or like, you know, watched any good movies lately, you know, what you do for fun. Like Faravari loves to go fishing. Like, and then you know Hunter Shepard was like, I like fishing, and I'm like, maybe you two could go fishing together. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's there. There's a lot, but the in depth, you know, the stories that really get deep in who they are. You maybe know, you guys could is something talk about else. fishing on the podcast. Yeah, maybe <laughs> you guys could fish together. Like, I was like.
1: Sammy Silver Capital's friendship matchmaker. She just like makes all the friendships happen like No, every-
2: <laughs> <laughs> no they're they're a very tight knit group. I don't I don't think they they need they need a a matchmaker. They 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 gel very well.
3: I'd imagine. Um so Speaking of those lovely Capitals before the season, if we look back at our first episode, we all had very different mindsets of what the Capitals were going to be like. What did you think the Capitals were going to perform like this season and have they matched up with that performance so far? They've underperformed, overperformed. What's like your uh, analysis before the season, how they're looking now?
2: It's very hard, you know, and I think I think one of the hard parts about it, I mean, it was the summer where you kind of heard, you know, McCullen say at first, you know, nobody's off the table. You know, unless your name is Alex Ovechkin or Nicholas Backstrom, you know, and the 2020, 2021, I mean, we we all know it was very strange. You know, I mean, no big deal. The world kind of ended, you know, global pandemic, yada yada. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I I was expecting you know for for more rhythm in, in this season for sure. I mean, you you look at the protocols and how they've changed and, you know, you can be in the room together, you know, you're not talking to a first year coach, you know, from a, over a computer screen, you know, like you can try to get as close to that experience as you want. It's never going to be the same. You, you can't equate it, you know? So I was expecting, and then you came the first day of training camp and, you know, Nikki wasn't there. And it was literally, I mean, you guys know, injury after injury after injury yeah, after Manta, COVID Oshie,
3: Orloff, Yeah, Orlov, Carlson, like everybody injured.
2: Yeah, especially like with, with Mantha. I mean, you had him like come in at the end of the season and, you know, decent showing through those 14 games, you know, to end the regular season. And you're like, what are we going to see from him this year?
3: Yeah, I bought then, this fucking jersey and he's played like 20 games. And I'm pissed I'm about it. <laughs>
2: Somebody tweeted at me the other day, and they were like, he's been invisible all year. And I'm like, what? I was like...
3: <laughs> Go to, like, game 10, you're going to start seeing a bit of a trend there. It's not like, invisibility.
2: He's yo, in this, that here.
0: trade was such a terrible trade. Mantha hasn't
1: done jack shit this Are year. What get, even oh my, happened to
3: that? There? I was, and Mantha have like, a combined, like, 30
1: games. Like, on either team. Yeah, it was team. the worst trade ever. They was both vanished.
2: Sorry, my dog is... My, my dog's no, a big Anthony. Good. She's a big Anthony Mantha fan. We, we mm-hmm. hear you. Um... Yeah. I know. Okay. Um, <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, sorry. Excuse my friend. Okay. No, it's okay. Um, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Doesn't um, matter. Oh, this is live stream, right? Oh, you came and bleep it. I'm sorry. Oh um, no, we don't we don't we
0: don't censor here. We don't, we don't, here. <laughs> we don't we censor don't here. Don't censor hi
2: anything. hi everybody. I I curse. Um no, I mean so so the expectations, I mean after all that happened, you didn't really know what was going to happen, right? And Everything that they've been through, you got to consider that half of this roster, <laughs> here she is. Oh, well, we got a dog. Let's is, go. Is, <laughs> is, I know. Hi, honey. It is, is Hershey Bears, right? You know, mm-hmm. you had Connor McMichael come up, although he was expected to make the jump, but you also have, you know, guys like Marty Faravari, who's a rookie and a top-pairing shutdown defenseman. You know, you got Protus, who's making strides. You got... You know, Brett Leeson, I thought he's had a couple of really good, strong games. And you have a lot of call-ups from Hershey coming up and proving their worth. And, you know, you also had Michael Kempney, who has just had the worst go of it. But, you know, you thought he was going to come back this season. And, you know, things just... Things happen. Things go wrong, you know. And so has has been one of the biggest surprises. So, I mean... With regard to how they performed, we we know this recent stretch hasn't been great. They know this recent stretch hasn't been great. But like you got you got to give them credit for where they are. Like Ovechkin, on the first year of his contract, thirty six years old, leading the league or among the league leaders in scoring, not too shabby for the guy. Nicholas Backstrom coming back, he's on fire. You know Kuzey's having that bounce back, and and you have him, you know in playoff position. With everything they've been through, they haven't, you know, dropped all the way down. They they work very hard, so I, I think it says a lot about them that you know they the expectations went down the drain for me when when the injuries happened. You know, so so I didn't know what to expect. But cap fans, you should you should be happy. I think about about where they are right now. I, I know it's tough with the inconsistencies and the power play, and you guys will probably talk all about that kind of stuff you probably do every week but you for where they are position wise it it's not bad end of the world shape right now it's not panic button time yeah
3: they're yeah. definitely in a decent position right now if the season ended they'd be playing carolina in a series with carolina being the home team and um, i don't want that well it's either that or we go to florida and honestly i'd rather go to carolina and take my locker than face florida's I'm offense that seems to want to we score go to six Toronto goals by night. the
1: end of the season that's what I want. Why do
3: you want to go to Toronto?
1: Because I think we can beat Toronto.
3: I'd rather play Toronto. We can anybody. Than Carolina. We've, we've literally Fortnite- gone toe to toe with basically anybody. Man, you can say that about anybody. We lost the freaking Ottawa one night. I'm pretty sure. Like, we're We're so inconsistent at this point. I'd rather face Carolina. I'd rather face. I'd rather face Toronto than Carolina. Well, but, if you want to face Toronto, you have to go the Atlantic bracket, which means you have to face a combination of Toronto, Tampa Bay, Florida, or Boston, and all four of those teams are not fun.
1: That is actually a good point if we did get past the first round. I have I
3: with how well we played against Pittsburgh, how well we played against Carolina, and how well we played against New York, I'd rather take our chances in the Metro bracket than in the Atlantic bracket because at least we have we match up well against everybody else in the Metro. I don't know what the hell to do against uh, Florida anymore.
0: Yeah, Mason Marchman so,
3: is apparently a ten goal, sco- ten point scorer like per week, so we're in trouble.
0: So we just came off of the All Star break. We've only had a couple games in the last since our last episode, but we did have the All Star game yesterday. Kuzi and Wilson both went, and Tom Wilson, the best goal scorer in the NHL, scored 13 seconds into the first game, and we also saw Kirill Kaprizov honor Alex Ovechkin in the Breakaway Challenge putting on Ovi's Jersey, having the yellow laces and drinking from a lemon lime Gatorade bottle. So that was, and the celebration. So that was, that was super cool. Kaprizov to DC is starting now.
1: I I think I would donate a kidney for that. Like straight up.
0: I'm with you on that. I'd, I'd empty all of the money in my wallet, which isn't. Oh, for Crow Kaprizov on the capitals. Yeah. um, But yeah, I would,
3: I would try to help the cause. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, hey, I just want to let you know, five years, Ovechkin's money comes off the books and probably retires. Gorilla solves a free agent. If I want to see wanted, them play together, though. Be, yeah, I want to see them play athletic. together. At this fucking point, that's not going to happen. There's no way Minnesota's trading him. There's, like, literally no way. No, yeah, there's a, there's
0: obviously zero hope, but uh, it would be cool.
3: <laughs> yeah, but I, I would love to see some of Drop that. Drop the phone, in DC. It's all good. Um... Tom Wilson obviously had a great night. He made he sorry made... about that, guys. That's all good. good. I love how, I love how like everybody's admitting like, yeah, we want a Tom Wilson on our team. Like and everybody on Capster's like, if Tom Wilson was on your team, you'd love him. And they're like, that's not true. And every player's like, yeah, we'd want Tom Wilson on our team. He's really good. And I'm like, okay. well, Let's...
1: Yeah.
3: So, the last two
0: games before we had our last episode, or since our last episode, we beat. Pittsburgh at or in in Pittsburgh, sorry, four to three in overtime, and then we lost at home five to three against the Oilers. Uh, so that was that last game was obviously fun. We were without Ovechkin being on COVID protocol, so he missed the All Star game. But yeah,
1: yeah, um, that was whatever. I mean, the problem I had with the Oilers game. Was like this. I didn't like the fact that they started Samsonov. I think that's kind of a game where you say like, okay, we're gonna play Copley, and if we lose, whatever. But they started Samsonov after he had faced something like 47 shots, 40 the night something before. shots
0: coming in, and for relief, and that's then crazy.
1: started him again, and he looked awful at the beginning of the game. But like, I understand, you know. Um, and so I didn't like that decision. And then they came all the way back and gave up. Was it just a shorthanded breakaway? It was the like weirdest that.
3: fucking goal ever. Yeah, yeah. We it let up was a like, I think it was uh, Yamamoto and our Nugent Hopkins were coming back. Yamamoto basically shot it, got saved, threw it back to the front, and then oh, out of nowhere. Have we have two, two scenes now. Um, he sent it to the front. Ryan Nugent Hopkins was basically right there for a layup, and that was probably the weirdest goal I've ever seen and scored. Which yesterday was probably like the, the one day you could have been like – oh, well, the power play is excusing it. But, like, that
1: was, like, our first power play of the entire game. And we just, like, got short on short. <sighs> yeah, that was, that was awful. The win against the <laughs> Penguins – uh-oh, we're losing Sammy.
0: Just keep going. She'll Sammy. join back. I was
1: going to say, the win against the Penguins was really just Ilya Samsonov. <laughs> so, I don't know. Like, you said we played well against the Penguins, but they, they outplayed us. And I know the refs were, like – the refs, no, the refs were actually were, were probably awesome the worst then. I've seen them in, in a long time. I mean, that goalie interference call, I think, may be the single worst call I've ever That's seen so bad. in an NHL was, hockey game. Like It was, it was inexcusable. What's it, it was
3: called? What did they say? The words were his, like, excessive his, like, the, the force or The back of his skate in was in the
1: paint? Like, dude. Like,
3: what what was hell? it? Oh, it was indisputable evidence that he was uh making excessive move into the just paint terrible. which was his, just, like skate was like was barely in the blue
1: paint which are like terrible okay. one of the worst but. calls I've ever seen. <clears throat> um but Sam Sonoff won. won us that game. Penalty kill looked terrible but I'm willing to give them a
0: Yeah but you know we're one keeping one Carl Haglin for for penalty kill. We're keeping him for elite. penalty kill was one it was
1: game. It was one game. I'm not willing have
0: to have you seen Snively? Snively scores shorthanders. Put him on the penalty kill.
1: I don't think Snively uh, Welcome scored. back. Is it working out?
0: Are you scoring? Oh, that's right. He scored in a uh, Hershey. He scored a Hershey shorthander like twice. That's fucking Hershey, man. Good Lord. This is the NHL. We run the same system as Hershey. Uh, the system doesn't work. And Snively <laughs> hasn't done bad when he's played up in the NHL, so.
1: That's true. I he's have no on, reason to is not. Who's playing? That makes life easier. Yeah,
0: but I mean, if he's got the capability of penal... of killing a penalty and even scoring. Finishing a breakaway, which we know our penalty killing maestro can't do. I mean, I don't see why, why, why we need to keep him there. It's like you you can't get paid two mil a year just to miss a breakaway every game.
3: He could just score goals. A lot of the issue with him wouldn't exist. That's all I ask. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's a bad player. It's just the finishing is not there.
3: A yeah. top nine a top nine winger should be asked to score at least more than one goal he's per month. He is technically he's on the third line for a long point of the season. So, at this point, I can't be asked to be like, oh my god, excuse him for the constantly rotating lines. He's Carl Hackman. He's playing with Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin. He needs to learn how to score a goal. It's unexcusable at this point.
0: So, aside from penalty killing, which, I mean, hasn't really been a super issue this year, but... What are our issues right now? Obviously, goaltending is a problem at times, and Actually, obviously our power play is an issue at times. But what mm-hmm. else is there? I don't really think goaltending is that much of an issue
3: anymore. It's I'm been kind pretty of pretty good. It's got it's been getting better. It's, it's been good like, the
0: last week or so, but we all know very well, week, so. we all know very well that it's it's a seesaw. We'll go through a couple weeks of them playing yeah. playing solid, and then a week for a week or two, they'll play like they shouldn't be in the league. So, what well, you what's you think, the tr- Sammy?
3: What, Oh, yeah, go
0: ahead, Sam. Can you hear us, Sammy? You're muted. Uh, Your mic. You're muted. Chris.
2: My Wi-Fi went out, and then I dropped my phone. So I apologize oh, <laughs> for ruining the show. Oh, you no, all good?
1: It's not red. You're all good. No worries.
0: Yeah. No, so how got- much how much of an issue do you think are the goaltending and are – I mean, obviously, everyone's going to agree that power play is an issue, but what do you think about the goaltending right now?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's something that definitely is you know, ha- has been, you know, it's not gone unnoticed or unacknowledged. I think that both of them are young, you know, I mean, obviously, but both of them, I mean, you gotta, you gotta find that consistency not just with one of them, but, but both of them. Right. I think uh, vtech is really starting to, to hit his stride and get in a swing. He's been tremendous over, I think his last six starts, he's like only allowed like what, 10 goals, but his save percentage, you know, over that span has, been outstanding. You know, so I think if if he can keep that up, you know, I think he can prove that you know, he he can be the guy, but at the same time you wonder, you know, with the inconsistencies. I mean, you see win loss, win loss. You have sometimes, you know, you'll have Sammy come in, he'll have a really good night, or sometimes he'll come in and and there will be, you know, goals that he might want back. I mean, the same goes for VTech, right? I think the same goes for a lot of goalies around the league, but You know, I think at some point you got to wonder, you know, is there a need for a veteran presence? Is there a need for somebody with the playoff push and the window for the Stanley Cup? I mean, we don't exactly know where it's at right now. You know, I mean, it could it. I don't think personally it's close, but you never know, especially with the injuries and the, you know, core and all that fun stuff. So I think there's definitely Maybe, you know, a veteran presence is, is needed there. But, I mean, you, you got to have the right deal, too. You know, you don't want to give away, you know, a, a top prospect, you know, for a rental. You know, you don't want to give away some really promising pieces to bring in a veteran who can find consistency but may not be spectacular. You know what I mean? So, it, it's a lot to think about, for sure.
0: So, do you, do you think that we can win a cup? in the next year or two or three with the goaltenders we have now?
2: It's a tough question. I mean, as somebody, I used to play goalie and I know that it's, it's one of the most mentally challenging positions from the human standpoint. I think of things a lot from the human standpoint. I mean, you know, the more personal side of the game, it's just finding that consistency. You need to get in a rhythm and I mean, if the, if the inconsistencies continue the way that they are, you're not going to win, you know, a playoff series if you're going win-loss, win-loss, you know. But also, it doesn't just fall on the goalies, you know. You, you need the play in the neutral zone to tighten up. You need to have the defenseman reading the plays correctly. You know, you need you need good play in front of you. You know, you, you need offense. You know, that that's been one of the struggles lately. It's been chasing the game and, you know, lack of, production I mean until they had the outburst in Dallas obviously but you know there's it's all across the board you know it's it's not just on them so I'm not sure I don't think that if you have inconsistencies it's gonna win you a Stanley Cup Um, and in the next three years you know who who knows where we'll be injury wise or you know from the way I don't expect a, a drop you know, but but you never know. I mean, there, there's a lot to go look out for. You know, from from a whole team perspective. So that was the long-winded yes or no answer, but but yeah. I mean, you you need consistency to win a cup. You you saw it in 2018 with Holtby. You know, if if not for his consistency and in that, you know, I, I don't think they would have won the cup. So
0: so it could be a goalie, or it could be a skater but do you think there's anyone that we could or should go after by the deadline or do you have any in mind anybody in mind
2: i mean i'm gonna hop on the flurry train i don't know again i mean i don't know the we spectrum. started
0: that by the way
2: uh, yeah yeah sorry know. I ruined it. I dropped my phone. I, I done goofed. No, sorry about that. Oh, no, um, we
0: started that months ago. We said flurry to DC like
2: oh, cool, Okay, episode
0: okay. like eight or something like that.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I think I think flurry to DC. I, I don't know the certainty or the recent speculation or how, you know, I mean, it's coming from pretty good sources, but it just kind of sounds like, oh, maybe he doesn't want to, in my opinion. That's what I the vibe I got, not necessarily a full on report. I think he'd be a a great, you know, veteran presence to bring on board. You know, I think that he can, you have a lot of young players on the roster, you know, and, and he's a winner. I mean, he, you know, Chicago is a mess, but you know what I mean? Like he, he knows how to win. He's, you know, been a, he's three Stanley cup rings, you know, bought Vegas to the final in its first year. I mean, he, he knows what he has to do. You know, and and you need that presence. And, you know, I think, I think the, you know, maybe, maybe up front you want to, you want to maybe find, find a guy who, who can chip in some goals and, you know, try to get some secondary scoring. I mean, from the recent stretch, it, it hasn't been phenomenal. So, I mean, there, there's a lot to look into. I mean, the trade deadline's interesting. Sometimes you get an interesting call out of nowhere and the right deal comes along. And, you know, it, it's, it's a fun time. It's like Coachella for the NHL, you know, so so we'll we'll see. We'll see what it brings.
3: I think the interesting thing when people were trying to make a case of saying stuff like, oh, I don't think Flair would ever want to play with the Capitals. First things first, Hemrick Lundqvist was willing to play in a Capitals uniform last year with signing a contract and everything. So it's not a case of the player wouldn't want to be willing to be there. Like, Henrik Lundqvist had, like, a, a blood feud with the Capitals in the early 2010s. And was yeah, but there are contract. different
1: people. You can't just generalize like that.
3: And secondly, he's playing in Chicago, an organization that's literally on fire and, like, hates its own fans. So I'm pretty sure he'd be willing to play in D.C. where organizations not on fire and is definitely a lot better to our fans. It would be an upgrade for him, to
0: say the least. Absolutely. He was
3: literally willing to retire in Chicago, and we are, like, not Chicago. So I think we'd be a lot better situation for him. Competitive-wise, he'd also be in a very familiar location. It's not like he doesn't know D.C. He probably knows D.C. decently compared to Chicago. He probably didn't know anything about Chicago when he went there. So, so I would 100% down Yeah. For him.
0: So as of right now, the top four in the Metro is going to stay the same four teams, I think, till the end of the year. I mean, it's, it's not very close from fourth to fifth. But as of right now, Carolina's in first. The Rangers are in second. Pittsburgh's in third. And we're in fourth. How do you guys see the the Metro wrapping up come the end of this season? Do you see it saying the same, or do you see Carolina winning it, or someone else, or where do you see everybody ending up? Sammy, what do you think?
2: I think honestly, I mean, this is going to be unpopular, and all mm-hmm. these caps are probably gonna, all these cap fans are probably gonna yell at me. I, I'm I'm gonna say that the Rangers are gonna take are gonna take that Metro title, and the Rangers. I think the reason that they are going to take the title, I mean, they've, honestly, after the Reeves signing, I kind of wrote them off. I was like, I don't know if they're going to be able to, you know, get where they need to go with, with a bunch of, you know, tough guys. But they they have really defied my expectations. I think a lot of people's expectations this season. I mean, Shesterkin is unbelievable. I mean, he's you know carrying them. The Adam Fox injury obviously hurts, but he'll he'll come back. You know, I mean, and you got you got good scoring up front. You got the young guys, and you know Lafreniere and Kako. You know they're they're gonna find they're gonna find their stride. I mean, it it takes a minute, so I think I, I honestly I think that they're headed in a very good direction. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see them win uh, Carolina, I mean, obviously is, is very, very, very good this season. So, but I'm going to, I'm going to go with the Rangers.
0: I do think the, the Rangers are dangerous, but I'm going to respectfully disagree with you. I think, I think the, the Canes are a a step better than them. They do both have 64 points right now, but the Canes have five games in hand on them. So obviously that's going to help them in the long stretch of things, but, I don't really see like a huge flaw in Carolina. Like I don't think there's anything that they're really going to struggle with to where it would take them away from winning. Like I don't I think the the division is theirs to win. I don't I don't think they have anything that's really going to hold them back from that, but it is definitely possible that maybe they go on a lull and the Rangers just start going off again, but I I think Carolina's going to win it, but I do think that the top 4 teams are going to stay the top 4 teams. I think maybe us or Pittsburgh might flip around with third and fourth. Maybe Pittsburgh or us could make it up to second if you know one of us goes on a run. But I think it's definitely going to stay these same four teams: Columbus, the Islanders, Philly, and New Jersey. Don't have even half a shot in my eyes.
1: Uh, I'm gonna kind of take a little bit of a different angle. I, I really think the Rangers are. I, I just think the Shishkin well has to to dry up at some point. They're, they're yeah. an average hockey team with amazing goaltending. Uh, I honestly yeah. believe that. That's probably a little bit of a hot take, but I truly believe they're an average hockey team outside of the amazing goaltender in net. So I think that that, that he's still going to stay well above average, but they're going to drop off a little bit. I think they'll probably finish around third. Pittsburgh, I don't understand it, but every year it doesn't matter. They find a way to contend. I think they'll probably come in second. I don't see anyone catching Carolina. They are just... They're just they're just perfect, I guess. Like, I don't understand. Their goaltending worked out. Tony D'Angelo worked out. By the way, I will say, everyone was shocked by that. I really wasn't. The reason Tony D'Angelo got off the Rangers was because of off the ice things. He was always a pretty solid player. So him working out for Carolina doesn't shock me. It does dock them in my uh in the eyes of hockey Twitter though, so maybe that was important to them. Um but I, I like Tony D'Angelo working out for them didn't shock me, but even that even as well as he's done has been a little surprising. Every offseason move they made was, was was incredible. I don't see anyone catching them in the metro. So, I think we're actually going to come fourth. I don't want that to be the case, but I, I feel like the the gap is fairly significant in terms of like the the average level of play that we're seeing out of Pittsburgh and Carolina and even New York compared to us. So, I do think we'll probably come in fourth, but any team can make a run. So I'm not so worried about it. Yeah, I'm going to
3: go ahead and said um, I am going to say Carolina just kind of has too much of an advantage right now. Um, they're way too – like right now they currently have five games in hand again with – like to the closest team, which is New York. And that can be an upwards of 10 points. That's what I So they could agree. literally be 74 and 64. Like compared to the Rangers, that's just like impossible to overcome. And if you look at teams behind them, Pittsburgh has they have four games in, in Pittsburgh and five games in against Capitals. That's just incredible. Um, I don't think anybody makes a run at the top four in the Metro. I mean, the Islanders they have eight games in hand on everybody. They have like three on Hurricanes, but they have eight games in hand on the Capitals, which are their closest team. But they, so blow. they can make that up. Well, you never know, man. They they always seem to start playing a lot better deep into the season. They've been having a lot of issues offensive-wise, but I just don't think they're going to find it. Um, So I think Carolina finishes on top. I I agree with Will. I think the New York Rangers, just well is going to collapse at some point because they are riding his play heavily right now, and we've seen it before with many teams that ride goaltenders. They do not last you for the entire season. They need a backup plan. Their backup is Gorgiev. He's not that good. Their 5-on-5 play is very mediocre at best. Their power play is really good, but when you have to play a majority of your game 5-on-5, it's going to catch up to you at some point. Hashtag Um, Oilers. Yeah. The Oilers have more problems than just their 5-on-5 play. Um, The point is, I think they're going to drop. I think the Capitals, with the injuries they currently have right now, COVID going through their lineup, everybody constantly being taken out of the lineup. I think when you get this team healthy, keep in mind, this could be the month Anthony Mantha returns. He's people have said that this is around the time he's ready to come back from his injury and if he starts coming back you got Oshi coming back from injury and like would stop getting hurt that'd be awesome you could have their 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 basically their uh their like wanted lineup at the start of the season for the first time at some point this month considering they don't they don't play that much this month so they got a lot of time to bring guys back into the fold and to test out guys, they can bring an optimal lineup into the team, heading into the March stretch when they have about 30 games left, and they can really just kind of hit the ground running and get to um, get down the stretch to the final few games of the season. I think they jump into the top three. I Pittsburgh is interesting because a lot of what they have is also carried by their goaltender. Christian Jari has been playing phenomenal this season, and considering what he was going through last year, it was incredible that he's taken this massive step forward. Um I don't know if I can trust their depth offensively-wise because I don't think Evan Rodriguez is playing a sustainable rate. Um, Kapanen hasn't been playing very well. Jason Zucker's vanished all of a sudden. Um, I mean, Gensel, Malkin, Crosby is a great starting pair. You got Rust, who's playing well. But if you've taken a look recently, I think they only have, like, five guys that scored points in the past four games, and that's not sustainable at all. That's not sustainable. Um, I think they dropped to the wild-card spot. I think the Capitals drop in the top three. I don't know if they'll go ahead of the Rangers or the Rangers will drop below them. They still play them three times. They still play the Hurricanes three times, too. So those will be very important games for both the, all three of those teams because if the Capitals can win all those games, the games in hand don't matter that much. So I'll say the Capitals at two for right now and the Rangers at three and the Penguins at four and the Hurricanes taking the division. Hot Rods, Rangers, or fucking Hurricanes, damn it.
0: Yeah. Sorry that we all disagreed with you, Sammy. <laughs>
1: Oh. Yeah, it happens. And hey, you just cover us in the metro, you can clip it. Oh, shit, I mean,
2: that, that comes with the fun, you know? I mean, it's... I, I love a good debate, you know? The point is for you guys to, to debate it. It's not, you know, agree with me, join or die, you know? It's, yeah, they're, I'm they're just going to go ahead and
3: ask you this. Do you do you know what the update is on Anthony Manta, by the way? Like, do we know if he's alive? Like, because...
2: He, he is alive, I, I can confirm he, he is alive, and, you know, he... He's you know definitely been around the guys at the rink. He, I mean, you can see right now he's he's down on the ice. I mean, so right there should should be a sign. I don't I don't I haven't personally seen skating. You know, we talked to Laviolette you know not too long ago to see what was up, and there there was no real update on him. I mean, it's
3: pain. Yeah. Do they it, have any like timetables still? Is it still planning to try to get him in later in the season at no. least before
2: the playoffs? no no timetable as of as of right I now guess. that's
3: Quiet. usually what no updates means joey <laughs> i'm just trying to make sure i'm
0: trying
1: to i, I need some news i feel you
3: Samantha news we haven't heard anything since he got injured and start like i saw the pictures before christmas break where he was out of the sling and i was like oh man he's gonna come back soon And it's just nothing else this is nothing i'm like okay i guess just won't hear anything about mantha anymore that's fine
1: Will, you're up made. oh boy Roses are to red. You gotta like introduce it. it first. Okay, just, ready for? Are y'all like, ready for? Hype it up. The manscaped read that I'm so excited to do. Um,
0: they're they're signing our paychecks. Let's they're not paying us sarcastic. money. You have
1: to be excited. All right. Um, here we go. Are we all ready? Everyone's amped up. Roses are red, violets are blue, don't let a wild pube wreck you. Valentine's Day, which I'll be very busy on myself, is just around the corner, and our sponsors at Manscaped are here for the best tools to get your balls ready for the special occasion. This V-Day, it's time to join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, the leaders in below the woosgraming, with our ex- grooming, <laughs> with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use code PHP, that's code PHP, for 20% off and free shipping.
0: Shout out to Manscaped. We love you.
1: Shout out to Manscaped. The bros and girls work their own
0: We don't discriminate what? at Manscaped. Absolutely. Everybody so, can go get
3: some awesome, some products at, with code uh, code PHP. 20% off. If you don't have
0: a course. need for a razor, they have foot deodorants. They, they got lost, shampoos. though. Shampoos. They got body washes. They got washes. lip balm. They got, and they got lip body, balm please. now. Go go use our code php at manscaped.com. But, yeah, uh, if
1: you forget to use the code, I'll never speak to you again.
0: So, Sammy, we kind of already addressed this earlier, but what do you think the odds are of the Caps actually winning the Cup this year? Or where do you see them ending up? Do you see us making a run, or do you see it being another first-round exit? Oh,
2: you're muted. Technology. I promise, I'm actually really good with, like, you can ask you can ask the press box you can ask them I'm their like Apple genius over there um I it, it's tough I mean you know you, you need everybody to be healthy but at the same time I mean you saw back in 2018 right I mean you saw Christian juice you know play that big role and help carry them I mean so I'm gonna be bold again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say they they make a, a reasonable run i don't think it it will be a, a first round exit i think that you know now that La Violette's really gotten you know to to be with the team and you know they they're aware of their issues you know it's not like they're they're not aware of it and they don't know what's going on you know they're they're very aware of what needs to be addressed and they have plenty of time to do that and hopefully get healthy. So I'm going to say, you know, pass the first round at at least, and I'll I'll be bold and say a run. Will it be the Cup? I don't know, but not not a first round exit in in my book.
3: I really just don't see anybody being Florida in the East anymore. I really don't. Florida just looks like an absolute horse right now. They're,
1: They're blowing them. everybody
3: out. The only, I, mean, I think just, it's going to be like a twenty-eight, nineteen lightning. You're just going to have to find the perfect matchup for them. Which you just the,
1: need a miracle goalie performance. I feel like like you lead. You need like that's why I kind of want Marc Andre Fleury. I just don't see how you beat Florida with Vanacek in net. Like it's just not going to happen.
3: Samsonov did really well against Florida when he played and was healthy. It's just
0: that not one in game. The seven game that,
1: like, series though. Yeah, Samsonov. Oh, you
0: you
3: out. doubt
0: Samsonov in a yes, seven I do. <laughs> series. I do doubt Samsonov in a seven game series. Man. You can quote me
3: on that. That's some Samsung off. We can't, we can't it. win
0: a playoff series against the Panthers, swapping back and forth our goaltenders every night. It's not going to happen.
3: The, hey, the Blackhawks did in 2015. That's how they did it. Dilia and uh, our team is Crawford. not that good.
1: Man, got yeah, some the 2015 team Blackhawks were uh, a monster. <laughs> <words. laughs>
0: but so, Sammy, we're going to ask you every single one of the uh, individual awards and in the Stanley Cup, and you can give us your winner if the season, not if the season ends today, but who you see winning it at the end of the year. And, uh, I guess just a quick why. So who do you have winning the heart?
2: Alex Ovechkin. I think that, you know, with the right answer. Yeah. I mean, with, with everything that they've been through and, and, you know, his durability and his scoring, I mean, I'm where the cats sit and if, if he weren't, playing this well, they they wouldn't be where they are. I mean, the Oilers are a different story. You saw, you know, both Connor McDavid and Dreissel, lying they work very well off each other, and they're very talented, but at the same time, I mean, when you have two players like that, it's, you're gonna be good, but also they have not been spectacular, you know, in the heart's about, you know, taking... Carrying your team to to success while while being good at what should you do. To be
0: fair, McDavid did win it last year, and you know, same situation. But when they I, were good, I, like they're they're terrible this year. I mean, yeah, but Drysital won the award, and they didn't win shit. I mean, McDavid was injured for a portion well, of the. They should have still... won a series
3: last year. You know, Will said Oils in four, and they only lasted four games. So I mean,
1: okay, like... <laughs> they should have beat the Jets.
0: It wasn't a bad yeah. take to say they'd beat the Jets, I mean. But in four, yeah, that was that was. I want to look back at that
3: playoff bracket just to see how stupidly but, wrong we all were.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I'm the only one that had the lightning in the final, but, you know. But, uh, so, Sammy, who do you see winning the Norris?
2: Oh, I'm going to go Victor Hedman.
0: Wrong answer. It was nice I, having you on the show. We're gonna well, have to ask you to exit now.
2: No, it's not the wrong answer. That, that is, is the, the wrong answer. I don't give a on fuck. This podcast. I, Look,
0: <laughs> Victor I, Hedman does not deserve the Norris. I mean, this like he doesn't deserve it this year, and that would be the most deserving year of him winning it with all of his recent his
2: it's past wins. Fox for me. I mean, but Hedman. I mean, I I think he he's always been great. I mean, he's a very good blue Larry. He's very good at what he does, but he also racks up points. I think he's like right up there with, with Fox when it comes to scoring. But, I mean, Fox, like we just talked about without him, you know, would the Rangers be where they are, but you also have Shesterkin doing, you know, an unbelievable job. I mean, you can argue the same thing with Vasilevsky, but you know, I think that I, I'm going to go ahead. Then.
0: You haven't mentioned Kale McCarr a single time and he's the right I like answer.
2: Hard to, but um, you know,
1: I, I I I still like Yossi, bro. Y'all. y'all... Yossi
0: is my I, Yossi's my second pick. It's either Macar I still or have Yossi. Devon
1: Taves, the Devontae's the Devontae's
3: hype train. You're so <laughs> you're so dumb.
2: <laughs> I understand the McCar thrill, but I also think that like you know you see even like Chris Letang is like higher than him, you know. And the McCar's
0: on the best goal pace for a defender since Bobby Orr. End of discussion.
2: Well, there there we go. <laughs> Bobby Orr played with a
3: bunch. Of, oh, you know what? That actually
0: helps. Us. Yeah. Anyway, you can't um, slander Bobby Orr. He's arguably the best defender of all time, and I'm a Caps fan. Shit. He played in an era where hockey. Was I, like think, six I, think, I think. I think. I think. I think Hedman stadium. has
1: won a few Norrises where he didn't deserve it. This would be the but most deserving one. But I think. No, still, I think no. he's having a great year. I think he should yeah. be up there. I think he should be a I finalist. I think John Carlson he should, should be a is finalist, deserving. but I
0: don't think he deserves it over or Yossi.
1: I would, uh, he he has an argument over Makar. He, he's got an argument,
0: state. but I don't, but,
1: you know. Yeah, I mean, that's the point of, that's yeah, the sake of argument, right? Yeah, yeah. But I, I definitely think he should be up there.
0: So this one's a pretty, I mean, this one's not a pretty unanimous vote. There's there's two people there's that most of us haven't, there's two people that the three of us have in mind, if I'm correct, but who do you have winning the Vezina?
2: Well, I'm scared right now, you know. <laughs> um,. Um, PHP I'm,
0: where dreams come to die. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna, I'm gonna go Shazarkin. Okay, mean, I feel like yeah. that's right, Who that's who
1: great.
0: do you think who do you think's the second guy in the discussion though? If. Uh, like,
2: Andrew, sure. I mean, oh,
1: actually, that, that probably should be. That's probably he's a third. in the
0: discussion, <laughs> but he's but he's not
2: second. We it's, like Yusei UC Soros. Yusei Soros.
0: Soros is nuts.
2: I like Soros too. I mean, I think like with the with where the canes are. I mean, I know that all around they're they're very very good, but I've I've liked what I've seen from Anderson this season, especially you know. But the switcheroo from from where he was, so so yeah. I think I've I've liked to watch him. I've I've enjoyed it, so
0: we have to we have to like acknowledge though how impressive the preds have been compared to what people would have yeah. expected coming into the year. No I don't know
1: why people expect them to suck. I thought they were interesting. I, I mean Duchenne started off the bird.
0: season on, on a like a rampage. He's obviously calmed down some, but I They're, wanted
1: them to suck so we could tra- – sorry, I didn't realize you were – We want them. Philip
0: Forsberg. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> we, want, we always we want, want ca- Capitals legend Philip Forsberg. Bring him back, man. Bring But, uh, no, yeah, UC Soros and Roman Yossi have been, have been exceptional together, so that's good for them. But yeah. this one's – I mean, as much as we wanna we want to single this to one guy being solidified for winning it, there's definitely other people that have a good chance. But who do you see winning the Rocket?
2: I want to say Ovi. I mean, Chris Kreider. <laughs> I I'm gonna I'm gonna go Kreider though. I mean, oh, I will uh, cry. That would be the
1: worst oh, thing man. to happen in NHL Which, which yeah, makes it. I mean,
2: but, which makes it. It's painful for me to say because I want Ovechkin to win the Ruchard. I very much do. I but I think that like Kreider is on some kind of stretch right now. And I, I don't really see him cooling down. I mean, what he, is he, he,
3: definitely,
0: what is, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. But um, one one crazy thing also, who, someone who's in the race now again, who is a familiar name. But Austin Matthews is tied with Ovi right now for no. goals with with 29. I mean, yeah, boo him as much as you want, but he's got the same amount of goals in o, as Ovi in seven less games and eight less games than. Than uh, Kreider, so he's definitely got a shot. He's. I, I mean, think he's Leon is gonna win it. I think I think it's it's probably gonna be Leon Kreider.
1: Yeah, it's it's gonna be a Matthews, Leon Matthews but, race, if you ask me. But. Yeah, I I, I, Boston fly up those ladders.
3: I'm not gonna lie. He's Alex DeBrinket's up
0: there too. He's in fifth right now. Kyle Connor's in King. sixth. But I don't think I don't think DeBrinket's gonna get there. But I I agree with Will. I think it very well could end up being a race with Leon and Austin. Oh, I, th- I, I think, I mean, I think, yeah, but those that's not going to sustain. But,
1: all right, do you guys think Austin Matthews is a top two player in the league? Because I no. honestly, Hell no. at this point, I'm convinced. No, I, I think, I think he's only McDavid is objectively better. Man, what dude? I would stop, <laughs> dude. Austin Matthews is super. So I good think he
0: football. might be better than Nathan McKinnon if, if I want to be stop this. Hot nonsense. Stop, this I right mean, fucking now. That's, what's understand? your d- the only what's guy d- that I would. What's your defense for Nathan McKinnon being the second best player in the league? His speed
3: and defense. Everyone's is a lot better.
0: everyone's His like reasoning. Better. Everyone's reason. Austin Matthews is a selkie candidate this year. You're out of your mind. But I don't care. Everyone's everyone's defense for for Nathan McKinnon being the second best Selke's player in the selkie's a name league, award. <laughs> you gonna let me finish? No. Can't. All right. So everyone everyone's like <laughs> argument for Nathan McKinnon being the second best player in the league. You ask them why, and they're just like, "Oh, just trust me, bro." Like they never give like. A legitimate reason why like obviously he's an exceptional and talented player but like what's backing it up
1: he's the second most electric player in the league but yeah
0: but that's not the best
1: i would know? probably take 34 over him right now
0: i agree with you i agree with you and like leon mckinnon's
3: only played 31 games and has 43 points austin matthews has only played how many games 39 with 51. So that's about eight games and eight points of difference, which means with at the pace McKinnon's going, he's currently playing at a better pace than Austin Matthews is. So
1: it's not all about points, though. Matthews is a goal scorer. And so is McKinnon. I mean, shit. Matthews I mean, he is, does score Matthews goals. Matthews is, like, notably better at defense. Yeah. The analytics love him. Sammy, what do you hey, think? Hey, has nine said, goals? What the hell? In the bottom right corner of my screen, just, you know, contemplating.
2: No, yeah, I've been, I've been thinking. Um, no, I mean, I. He, I mean, he's he's an incredibly skilled player. He's incredibly fun to watch. I mean, if you're talking him versus McKinnon, I'm gonna go with Matthews. If you're talking about, I mean, just the shot. Yeah, fuck you, Joey. <laughs> the shot, <laughs> Man, the skill. I mean, not that McKinnon doesn't have that, but like Matthews is on a another level. I mean. His shot, I was talking to one of my buddies about this. I think it's it's one of the best in the, you know, one of the most lethal in the league. I mean, and I don't think McKinnon has as, you know, deadly as a shot as that. I mean, Matthews can do incredible things going to the net. So I'm going to rank him over McKinnon. Is he a top two player in the league? I don't think so. Who do you so. have above him? Drysler's second best then. I mean, yeah. I mean, you. I I would think so. I mean, the way that Drysital plays. I mean, he doesn't necessarily. He's not one of those guys that like. Oh, he has Big David. So, like, that's not the case at all. You know, he's incredibly talented, and I mean, you can see the skill and the stick handling and every. He does the right things. So,
0: definitely. I'm, I'm the biggest Leon Drysital fan in the world, but if I'm being completely honest, ninety percent of Seidel's goals are one-timers from the right circle, like the opposite of Ovi. Yeah. So, I mean, he's not as much of a creating for himself player as someone like McDavid or Matthews might be. But yeah. I, d- I, I also think you could ar- argue Kucherov up in that top three or four. Yeah, I, I think it could be anybody of like Leon, Austin Matthews, Kucherov, or McKinnon. I think I think you can argue. Nobody's mentioning
3: Jonathan Huberdeau, and I'm not having this disrespect. He's right no. up there too right now. He's he, up he there. Is, he is he's got a.
1: I'm
0: is leading the league in points right now. He's got a very good shot at
2: winning the heart. He he's incredible. Huberdeau. He's he's incredible. Also,
3: krill Caprizov. Yeah.
0: I mean, the points aren't, I mean,
3: I guess. Oh, you, there's you, your, your line. Points if aren't you
0: everything, say, yay. If you wanna, I didn't <laughs> say that. Will did, buddy. But I, mean, I didn't say points are everything. Yes, one you did. of you said it.
3: One of you said it. When he said, it.
0: when he said that um, Matthews, I mean, he said that McKinnon was on a better point pace than Matthews. He said points aren't everything. And then I agreed with you and said that his defense Oh, so there, was there you better go. Better.
3: You agree to the argument. So.
0: All right, but who are, who are we even? Ha- Kaprizov's defense is not better than the people we're naming. So, your argument's still flawed.
1: Bro, I'm about to pull up his fucking advanced yeah, stats. Yeah, go, go ahead and pull up your hey, fucking stats. If you want to look at really? the analytics, they're going to love Matthew, so you're I'm not going to Yeah, look. Like yeah,
0: go look at your stats, Joey.
1: I'm just All saying, right. like, the thing that makes Matthew so elite to me is that he scores as many goals as he does while still playing amazing defense and while still being able to dish the puck. Yeah. That's what's impressive. I mean, he has three three times as many goals as Nathan McKinnon. Joey, you're yeah. blowing that, that the That is a mic. significant difference. Okay. So who do you uh, have
0: winning? On. Who do you have winning the Calder? Uh, I mean, it's it's pretty pretty much between three guys. You got Moritz Seider, you got Lucas Raymond, and you got Trevor Zegras.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna give it to Raymond. I mean, I think he. I love Trevor Zegras. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the things that he does with the puck are absolutely unbelievable. I mean, we don't even need to to talk about it. I mean, we know the. The dish again, as he likes to call it, or you know any of those moves have been incredible. But I've really liked what I've seen from Raymond this season. I mean, the way that he's you know come up and help carry Detroit and you know do that amazing stuff. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to him. I mean, Sider, I I've also I mean I, I think he's leaning rookies and assists right now, but he's he's incredible too. I mean, at moving the puck and all that fun stuff. So, but I'm gonna go with Raymond.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you. I don't think. I partially agree with you. I I personally give it to Cider just because one is point production and two, he's playing first line D minutes and has been exceptional at it. Obviously Detroit's not going to go anywhere this year, but I mean the same argument goes for, for, if you're going to say, you know, Raymond or, or Zegras, Zegras, yes, he's incredible. He's a flashy and creative and very talented player, but flashiness and skill stuff like that isn't, isn't what the calder is and it's not what makes someone the best player out of a group but i think it goes to either raymond or cider i personally give it to cider but i could easily see it going to raymond and it would be justified
2: any I,
1: I, other I takers like raymond or raymond zegras or uh or sorry raymond terry Zegris or uh cider all deserve it it's really a tight race did you say year. terry did i say Troy terry i meant what you mean Zegris? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say Troy Terry is not a rookie. So yeah, know. Do you yeah, have Martin any... Martin Favari
3: for me, folks?
0: Hey, he did make the first all rookie team. That is cool, but um, yeah, he's not gonna win the award if we're being honest. But uh, Sammy, who do you have winning the uh, Selkie?
2: It's an easy one for me. It's uh, it's Bergeron. I mean, he he really. I, I think so I mean he he's he's winning those draws. I mean he's the consistency has been has been incredible. I mean, I mean Barkov is up there too for me, but I mean Bergeron still does it all and he plays a great you know defensive game. He can literally do anything. he honestly has been one of the best defensive forwards I still is. And to keep doing that, you know, just I mean, same thing with Ovechkin's durability over time, right? I mean, you you see the same thing from Bergeron, so that's a very easy one for me. I'm gonna go with him.
0: I think it very well could go to him, but I think there's other people that could be in the discussion, like Matthews, like we said. But it very well could go to Bergeron just because he's Bergeron and he's still backing it up. Anyone else have thoughts?
1: I think Bergeron or Matthews. Bergeron two horse race.
0: Yeah.
3: So Actually, Caprice off, because fuck you.
0: Anyways, so, Sammy, we don't think it's going to be the Caps, but we can hope. But if you had to place your bets right now, shout out to Jake. He's not with us today, our PHP better. But uh, um, if you had to place a bet right now on who you have winning the Stanley Cup this year, who would it be?
2: Florida. I Good think take. that, I mean, like, like you said, I mean they've they've been absolutely unstoppable. I mean, it it takes a lot to shut them down, and you know, I think you you see Bobrovsky, you know, coming coming back to form a little bit, you know. So I think that I mean Huberto has been absolutely incredible. You got Barkov playing great. You know, I love Rocco Budos personally and you know his physical presence on the back end has actually been been a huge difference. I think he like leads the league in hits right now. So like they they have a lot going on up and down the lineup, you know, and and I think that that their depth, I mean, when you have that, you're you're going to win a Stanley Cup. So I'm going to I'm going to go with them. It's a very fair take.
3: Yeah?
0: Yeah. Let me check that stat so i still have
3: colorado i think they're too good radko
0: gudas is leading the league in hits right now that's crazy yeah ryan reese is in second then Deslorius is third clutterbuck is fourth and then hathaway is fifth so that's yeah,
1: hathaway being hathaway is a big contact guy
0: Janot, the rookie in nashville is six so that's cool i know travis
1: likes him but i think Janot's great yeah, Janot
3: yeah. leads all rookies in goals right now. He's at 14. It's yeah. him and then Michael Bunting in Toronto with 13, but don't tell East fans that. And Trevor Rodriguez with 12. And then Lucas Raymond with 11. Jonathan Dolan in San Jose with 11. Antoine Lundell with 10. And then Alex Newhook with 10 in Colorado. Yeah. Mike Michael's got six. He should have more, but Let has a blood feud with him for some reason. So we'll, we'll see what happens as the weeks go on. Yeah. Well, uh
0: Sammy, did you have any questions for us before we wrap up? I'm
2: so bad at at that. Um, it's okay if you don't. No. Yeah, no worries. Just, you know, thank Just you. Just ask. Oh, for- so so much. I mean, it was it was awesome. Thank you for coming on. We Thanks appreciate you. It. it was great. Yeah. I do have
0: one last question for you though before we go. Yeah. So, somebody watching right now who wants to work in the sports media or sports journalism or writing world like you do, what's your piece of advice to them?
2: Keep, keep going for it. You know, don't get, take every opportunity you get in stride, send out emails, heck, you know, D, DM me. My DMs are open on Twitter, you know, at Sammy Silver. go find me and DM me and, you know, well, I would love to read your stuff and, and check it out. I mean, that's, that's exactly why I started Pride of Hockey, right? I mean, I wanna, I wanna get you know any aspiring sports people, you know, involved, and you gotta, you gotta look for the opportunities though, and you gotta keep grinding at it. I can tell you, I mean, it's not a million dollar business. You're not gonna, you know, be rolling around in dollar bills every night, and you know, you, it's all about the passion and love you have for it. And it starts with you know, the grind, and you know, also believing that like you know, believing in yourself, having confidence in yourself, not the worst thing anybody can say to you is no, but just because somebody says no, doesn't mean you shouldn't do it, you know, and real shit. Yeah. Take, take pride when you make and, you know, reach, reach out if you want to. And, uh, you know, join, join people, you know, network, get your name out there, get, get clips like anywhere, you know, look for blogs, looking for writers and start off slow and, and you can, anybody can make it big, you know, and, it, it takes time. It took me, you know, six years and you never stop growing. Like I, I still have ways to go. So definitely. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, thank you again for coming on today. Thank you everyone at home or wherever you are for listening. We appreciate all of you. Uh, again, go use code PHP at manscaped.com and uh, have a oh. good night, everybody. <laughs>